everybody. How's it going out there? Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Please sit down, please, please. Don't stand. Don't stand on my account. Um, wasn't that wonderful? What a great audience I have. <laughs> I love to play, you know. Just like to have a good time. Who doesn't like to have a good time? Hmm? I, know, I guess there are people, but certainly not me. I'm always up for a good time. And, uh, you know, tonight I've been having a good time myself because, um, well, for me, because, you know, skin is one of my uh, my passions and my obsessions. And uh, the thing is, in the beauty industry, you constantly have to be learning, you know, new techniques, new things, new protocols, new this, new that, new products, new... You know, you're always having to learn, constantly evolving so quickly. It's unbelievable. And if you don't, you know, you're going to get left behind because it just constantly moves, especially skincare. Woof. Skincare is just rocking and rolling, baby. I mean, just every year they just get better and better and better at it. And, uh, you know, but of course, like I always say, you know, the only real, real anti-aging cream in my mind is sunblock, you know, retinols and all that. Yeah, of course they're anti-aging, but they're more, they're, well, I mean, retinols kind of are anti-aging because they are renewing the skin cells, you know, helping them renew quicker. But um, basically, you know, everything else is just fixing you know, what the sun did, and so does retinol, it does that too, but I'm saying, like, it does have benefit as far as anti-aging, you know, and there's a lot of other products that do too, but mostly it's fixing things that the sun has already done. But anyway, um, so I've been studying all night because I've had to learn new things uh, for my work, and um, I'm happy to do so because I always like to learn new stuff. Um, exciting things are happening in my work I can't discuss, but you know, fun things for me, and uh, I'm excited about it, so, you know, I'm studying, because when I, you know, learn something new, or learn a new protocol, or new machinery, or whatever it is, I want to, like, know it, you know, inside and out, I feel like that's my responsibility, I'm supposed to be able to explain it to my client, I'm supposed to be able to, you know, explain the benefits, know most of the ingredients, if not all of them. Some of them are ridiculously hard to remember. But, like, you know, the main ingredients and what they're going to do. And, you know, people are spending a lot of money um, on skincare. You know, it is a lot of money, but it is definitely worth it if you work it. You have to actually do it. That's the whole thing. You could buy, like, $500 worth of skincare, and it's not going to do a damn thing if it's sitting on your counter somewhere. So, you know, you got to use it. So, anyway, so what I really want to talk about tonight is um, ingrown hairs. Because, you know, I do see these um, a lot of times in my, uh, you know, practice. And um, and so, uh, you know, um, ingrown hairs a lot of times are, again, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, and I absolutely do. But, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Things are what they are. And the reality is, is that if you're getting a lot of ingrown hairs, you may not be exfoliating properly. That's a very big possibility. Okay, so especially if you have oily skin, 
You know what I mean? And the more melanin you have in the skin, the more oil you're going to have in the skin. And again, oil, I'll say it a hundred times, is not an oil. You know, it's a thick, waxy, sticky substance. But the thing is, it's clogging the pores, which by the way, every single pore in your body, every single one has a hair in it. So now you have a hair. You have some sebum and maybe an excess of sebum, which is a thick, sticky, waxy substance, okay? And then you have skin cells in there too. And then you have more skin cells covering it. So what's going to happen, right? The hair, especially if you have curly hair, this is why a lot of times, you know, um, you know certain ethnicities will have... Um, a very bad issue with ingrown hairs because the hair is coarser and it's more curly. Like my hair, like I don't get a ton of ingrown hairs, but I'm Italian and Lebanese. So I have very thick hair and it's curly. And so, you know, I have to be careful because I will get ingrown hairs if I don't exfoliate. Plus I have a little bit of melanin to my skin too. I tan in the summer. I mean, my skin gets darker. So, you know, I'm Sicilian. You know, I'm Napolitan and I'm Lebanese. It's like, come on. Of course I'm going to have ingrown hairs if I don't exfoliate. So, you know, um, that's a big, big thing playing in that. And especially in oilier hair, it's going to happen. Sensitive skin, very, very pale, sensitive skin will get ingrown hairs and that's more like an irritation you know because the hair is so coarse even if it's not that coarse per se it's coarse as compared to the very very thin thin fragile skin of the lighter toned skin uh, people you know because this skin's so frail that you know it gets irritated very easily so as the hair is growing back out if it's not, you know, coming out in a certain stage, it's going to come out a little bit thicker or maybe a little bit sharper or maybe a little bit, you know, heavier. And it's going to irritate and it's going to cause ingrown hairs and uh, possibly maybe even just irritation of the pores, which be like little red bumps, you know, that eventually go away. It's not like an ingrown hair. Ingrown hair is not going anywhere, you know. It will go away, but it takes a long time. And if you exfoliate, it's going to go away a lot faster. Don't ever try to pick at it. Don't try to cut it open. Don't try to go in there. You know, if you can literally see it through the skin, then I will allow you after some weeks of exfoliation to gently, oh my God, gently get a pin, sterilize that thing, and like in the shower or something like just gently gently just the tip of it scrape gently right on top of it I mean ever so gently and then maybe you can like you know pull it up you might be able to do that but I do not really recommend that to be honest the only reason I'm even telling you about it is because you could just google it and you're going to find it anyway so I'd rather tell you about it and tell you what could go wrong if you do that like you could make your skin scar right you can get infection so no, if it's that bad of an ingrown hair, then you need to go to a dermatologist and they need to get it out because it'll get infected and then it won't go away. You know, it'll take a long time. And if it gets infected, 
it's also going to scar you if you have a lot of melanin in your skin because when you have a lot of melanin in the skin it's just waiting for you to do something to it or something to happen and it's going to want to darken because that's its job um, so you know that's that's what happens with ingrown hairs so you have to exfoliate and another thing is when you're shaving of course a lot of people know this already but best time to shave is after a shower or during a shower of course um, you know the skin is just softer than the hair is softer it's just easier to remove good uh, things to shave with are like um, gel shaving creams or those old-fashioned brushes with the soap that makes a really good paste on the skin or you could use like um, dove soap and like really lather it up but make it like into a paste okay and then like put it on and always shave downward first like whatever the grain I shouldn't say downward but wherever the grain of the hair is growing like whichever way the hair is growing in you always shave that way first and use a very sharp new razor if you have problems with ingrown hairs like it's an issue for you you have to invest in in razor blades I know they're expensive but they got to be sharp if they're sharp you're gonna have such a better chance of not having ingrown hairs so anyway you're gonna shave downward first then you can put a little bit more shaving cream and go upward okay don't go a hundred times either and don't go all different directions because that's going to definitely cause ingrown hairs and don't hold the skin taut when you do like don't you know pull the skin tight so that you can get it like closer because yeah you're getting it closer but now you're getting it so close that when you put the skin back in its original spot the hair actually goes underneath the skin now and you'll get ingrown hairs okay so don't do that um, again hair grows back in stages so as far as you know women shaving with razors on their face I don't go for this alright I just don't I'm sorry oh it's so good it exfoliates I don't want to hear it like it's ridiculous to me you do not take a blade to your face you can make a mistake and then you're gonna have a scar there are other ways better ways easier ways more effective ways you know just as effective ways and much much safer ways to exfoliate your skin and as far as you know I've read some articles where it said oh the hair doesn't grow back thicker I'm sorry I'm calling BS on that one listen it could go it could go a lot of different ways yeah men may never grow back thicker that that's a good thing but it could okay because like I said hair grows in stages and if you cut it at the wrong stage it could grow back more stubbly and thicker all right so I don't want to hear it I really don't um I don't believe in the women shaving it's just weird anyway to me this listen listen don't get offended okay and if you do this go ahead do it I'm not I'm not here to judge you or tell you I'm just saying for me I do not agree with this whatsoever these blades on the face these needles in the face meaning like you know the roller with the needles like for what micro needling for what who blow up your skin so that it rejuvenates okay you know what I can get your skin to rejuvenate without doing all that damage first you need to do that it's not what skin was made to do so you don't meant to damage it like that so badly yeah, you could damage it a little bit kind of turn it back on a little bit get it to start working again but you don't want to like maul it to where it's 
inflamed and flared up and, you know, blood coming out of it. And it's ridiculous. Okay, I don't see the need for that. I really don't. I really, if I'm going to do that, I'll go get surgery then and just have something done. And I see young girls doing it, you know, and I, that I don't get either. Like, it breaks up the collagen. Okay, I get all that, but no, no. You're opening yourself to infections. You're opening yourself to scarring. You do it wrong once the one time or you put something on incorrectly after or, you know, just so many things could go wrong. Uh, if you're darker skinned and you're doing that a lot, your skin's taking that as damage. If you're not wearing a sunblock, honey, you're getting darkness in your skin. Okay? So, you know, there's a lot to it. And a lot of people are doing stuff out there that they should not be doing at home. Just because this stuff's available to you, unfortunately, through the online, you know, online sometimes. Some of these companies have no ethics and they're selling to regular people. Things that only should be sold to professionals and doctors, etc., you know, just because it's available to you, first of all, it doesn't mean it's the best thing for your skin. And second of all, it doesn't mean that you know what you're doing when you use it and know the contraindications for it and what could happen if you don't do this, this, or that after it. So you don't have the knowledge for that. And to be messing with your face with anything, really, even with products. Like, we take it so for granted, you know? We just keep putting stuff on our skin, our skin. Oh, blah, blah. Like, it's a toy or something. It's literally an organ. And we have to keep it healthy. That's the goal, is to get it to be healthy. When it's healthy, then it's beautiful. Okay? So, that's the only time it looks beautiful, is when it's healthy. So, the goal is to get it healthy first. All right? So, you know... I don't know if these podcasts go throughout the world or whatever, but I do know uh, my fellow Americans, you know, look at skincare like more for beauty. And so they're always looking for this magic potion that's going to make them glow with one application. The only thing that's going to do that is something cosmetic. No skincare is going to do that overnight. You have to work it. You have to be consistent. It takes time to get into the skin and then do its work from the inside out. So you're never going to see miracles overnight. Now, I will, in saying that, I mean, the things that they're coming out with now, they really are great. Like the a lot of the hydrators and stuff like that are working in like 24 to 48 hours to like make a, you know, 90, 99% of people saw an improvement in the skin and the texture in a couple of days, right? But you got to do it. That's the whole thing. You know, you could have a $600 cream sitting on your counter, and it could be a miracle. Let's say, you know, it's a miracle cream. You put it on once, and you're going to look 20 years younger. Guaranteed. It really works. But at the same time, you literally got to go physically and put it on. So, you know, that kind of exists to a degree. No, nothing's a miracle, but the more that you work and you work with an esthetician and you learn about your skin and you keep seeing the changes in the skin and you, you know, fix the regimen accordingly to seasons and all this other stuff. It's all science, you know, and it is needed. A lot of people, they all, all this stuff's not needed. No, like it's not quote unquote needed, but if you don't want your skin to get old looking as you get older, yes, then it is needed. It's very much needed. 
because the sun does a lot of damage to our skin, because we're always losing water, and no matter how much we drink, we're still drinking caffeinated beverages too, and that's taking all the water away. We're more active. We have much more active lifestyles. We're in front of computer screens that throw off radiation and uh, phones that also do UV rays, right? So there's a lot more stressors to our skin. Uh, just stress in today's world alone is enough to kill your skin, you know? So, um, yeah. So, you know, ingrown hairs, um, after you shave, um, there's so many different products that you can use. You can use it for your guy after shave. You know, a lot of them have nice scents and stuff. After shave is not just for the scent. It's also usually got like some kind of alcohol in it. And the alcohol kind of like, like an astringent. You know, that's why you could use like maybe witch hazel, which tends not to sting as badly. And, you know, whatever you're going to put on right after you shave, obviously it's going to sting a little bit. But it's for two seconds. And you know what? It helps prevent ingrown hairs. So let's say in your Kobosikyamo area down there, you shave. Number one, you should always trim it first as short as you can get it before you shave it. All right. And then you shave it the same way as I said. Um, in the shower, soften the, soften the hair, soften the skin. And in fact, when you're in the shower, put the shaving cream on it, right? And if it's short enough, use the, use the soap, like a, um, like a paste, and you'll get a really nice clean shave. Um, you can even add a little bit of coconut oil to that, but just very little. And then like make a paste out of it right on your skin. And then, you know, then always go with the grain of the hair, the way the hair is growing, no matter where it is, whatever way it's growing, wherever you're going to shave, and then um, go against it, and don't hold, don't hold the skin taut, okay, because that will get it too, and then after you're all done, um, you can get something called Bikini Zone, uh, like, you know, I won't even say the stores they're at, because I worked for one of them, and please... They are not getting any free advertisement from me, but whatever. You can get this stuff called Bikini Zone, and um, it's really good. You can find it at your local, you know, you know what stores, those stores. You can find it there, and um, it's excellent product. It's going to sting a little bit, but, you know, you won't get ingrown hairs. Now, as for ingrown hairs on your face, if you guys, um, something called Bump Patrol is fabulous. When I used to be a beauty manager at one of those places... Um, I used to get a lot of feedback from, you know, customers. I've seen psh, probably literally, I don't even know how many thousands and thousands and thousands of people over a six-year period that I spoke to daily. And uh, a lot of them, a lot of them swore by the bump patrol. And me, myself, with the bikini zone, I've had great success with that. Because like I said, you know, I have that issue too. If I shave there, it's like, oh. Forget it. I just get like broken out immediately. So now he's the bikini zone, and I never ever have a problem ever. So it's great. And of course, I exfoliate when it's safe to do so again because you don't want to shave and then you know the next day exfoliate. No, but literally a couple days later, if you dark, you know, you have darker hair, you, a couple days later, you want to start gently exfoliating. 
and then just keep exfoliating until the, all the hair grows in. Another thing is, when you're waxing, when you're doing all this, you have to exfoliate too. Threading, you still have to exfoliate in between, or you're going to get ingrown hairs, okay? And if your waxing therapist or threader hasn't told you that, well, then I'm sorry to tell you that they're not worth their grain of salt, in my opinion, because that's really important part of waxing and threading and all that stuff. Um, any of it, you have to exfoliate, all right? So if they don't tell you to exfoliate in between, then, you know, they're doing you a disservice. Um, and that's it, guys. You know, that's really all I got for tonight. This was a pretty long cast, not too bad. No, actually, no, I'm looking at the time. It wasn't that long. But um, I'm tired, as you can probably tell in my voice. But I did want to come on here and do this for you tonight. And, um, you know, just say, hey, listen. I hope that you have a fantastic weekend. Um, I know that I'm hoping to. And uh, I'm going to work tomorrow, of course. And I have work again on Saturday. And I'm book solid. And I love when that happens. And uh, that's it. So, you know, if you have any suggestions for me for a show or something you want me to talk about, and it could be really be anything, because, you know, I talk about skin, of course, because that's really my podcast, but, you know, I'm 50 years old, I got a lot of wisdom in a lot of different areas. If you got a question or something you want me to just talk about, I don't have to mention who you are, just leave me a DM in my Facebook page. That would be Your Skin, My Passion on Facebook. Yeah, come on over there and see me. Like my page. Like and subscribe, please, if you're listening to this. I mean, I have like 900 downloads and 10 listeners liking and subscribing. I would be so happy if I could get more. If you could do that for me. You don't even have to listen. I don't care. Just like and subscribe so I can get my podcast going. I appreciate it. And one day, soon in fact, maybe in the next podcast, I'm going to tell you my story, my life story, all of it. Might have to do it in a few parts. You might find it interesting. It's been a hell of a journey and a hell of a ride. All right, folks. Hope you have a great night. Hope you have a beautiful weekend. And uh, thank you so much again for listening. Thank you for your kindness for me. And you're just the best. Thanks.